If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to our 11th episode of the Player Lounge here on the Gateway Sports Vini Podcast. And today we are joined by St. Dominic, now senior quarterback, class of 2021 quarterback, Gabe Siri. Gabe, how are you? I'm doing good, man. Glad to be on here. Absolutely. Um, you know, I've just uh, you've been doing doing okay. You look like you're in good shape. Just uh, talking on the Zoom interview right here. How you, how you been doing lately? Uh, it's been pretty good. You know, uh, obviously everyone's been affected by the uh, whole coronavirus thing, but you know, with anything, you just gotta stay positive. You know, do what you can, make the most of every situation. Yeah, absolutely. That's a that's a good good uh, you know good strategy to live by. So, uh, how have you been? Uh, just being able to stay in football shape since, uh, you know, you haven't really been able to do much since like, you know, mid March when this lockdown. Yeah. So, um, so basically there's like, just like a lot of home workouts, you know, you can do with everything. Uh, I'm not fortunate enough. Like some of my friends have like a full gym in their house. So I've been just trying to basically get like my, my running kind of, but in shape sort of thing. Um, calling up some friends, going up to different fields, you know, getting some routes in, getting any sort of work you can, a lot of conditioning really. And, um, Actually, one of my gyms that I go to just opened up earlier this week, and I was up there yesterday. Finally got a good lift in, so uh, we're getting back to that, and just can't wait for the practices in the summer to start, pretty much. Yeah, that's great to hear. Uh, I mean, because I, I, you go to, you know, St. Dominic, which is in O'Fallon, Missouri, so you, you live out in St. Charles County, so, I, you know, because they, they're kind of lifting their uh, restrictions, which is which is nice to see. Yeah. All right. So, and just what are your thoughts? What are kind of your overall thoughts on just all these lockdowns? You know, there, there's some areas that really do need them, like New York and Los Angeles, and then there's kind of areas like, you know, St. Louis, which has not been affected that you know that much. Uh, so that's kind of been a debatable topic. But uh, what are your thoughts on on these lockdowns? I mean, obviously, everybody wants to weigh in on their opinion and uh, kind of give what their two cents are. But I mean. Not everybody knows the whole picture, and I'm one of them. I really don't like. I've kept up with it as best as I could. But you don't really know everything, and obviously, it's a good idea for some areas to be more on lockdown than others. I think there are some parts of the country that really don't need any of the restrictions as much anymore. People can just like kind of take it as they go, use their own precautions, and all that. Um, mm-hmm. And I mean, I don't know. It's just been. I feel like some of them need to be really. Um, some of the restrictions really need to kind of be let loose because it's really affecting a lot of people's lives and the economy and it can it's caused a lot of downfall and what we could be and seeing a time of growth but i mean it's, it is what it is you gotta just deal with it the best you can yeah i mean this is an unfair situation that nobody has really ever dealt with and i mean you know we've had some pandemics in you know human history before but not really quite like this um you know we're doing our best to contain it but yeah the economy that's that's also really hard because, you know, more people are going to, I think, are going to get hurt by the economy because there's so many side effects living Absolutely. in a bad economy than just the, than just the virus. So, you know, um, I think there's been... Just- and that's just kind of like, that's kind of out of everyone's hands right now because there's not like a fix-all solution to this. I mean, we're just trying our best to get a vaccine as it is right now right. until there's like a more secure problem 
I mean, a more secure solution to the problem that we're facing. That's probably not going to change. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, so in your estimation, I'm sure every football player, well, just not football player, really every athlete in the country in high school has been thinking about this. It's been on their mind every day. But for your sport, football, what do you think are the percent? What is, in your opinion, what do you think is the percentage like we'll be able to play football just in Missouri this coming season? I mean, in Missouri, because we have not been, we've been kind of blessed to not see as many cases and deaths around the coronavirus as it is. Uh, I know Illinois can't really say the same. Like they've been hit pretty hard, especially Chicago area. But um, I think it's a pretty solid chance um, that we do end up playing football and have all sports continue in the fall. Um, I mean, why else would we be letting teams practice and stuff in the summer if they're just going to prepare for a season that's not going to happen? I think it's a possibility that no fans will be allowed in the stadiums. But even then, like, obviously everybody wants to play in front of the fans, you know, hear the rush of the crowd and all that. Like, that's one of my favorite things personally. But even just the idea of getting to compete and having no fans there, just having your parents and close ones there, like, that's just still a big relief to be able to have, like, Especially for all seniors out there like myself, you want your senior season really badly. Right. And that was my next question. You know, you kind of already answered that, that you would prefer to play with, even if there were no fans, but you still had the option to play, you would prefer that over over nothing. Absolutely. Uh, Playing games is better than not being able to play at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, you know, and hopefully you can ha- at least have your you know players can have their parents show up. You know, because I don't think we'll really be able to have student sections, even though. You know, right. if you look at the statistics, you know, kids who are, you know, like under really like people under 30 have been doing pretty good, especially people under 20. So but it's still a confined area and that's really difficult. So, but yeah, hopefully, right. yeah, hopefully, you know, if things kind of like I, I kind of put a DM about this yesterday about how Illinois, you know, basically everybody except Chicago should be able to play if things, you know, kind of this trend kind of keeps going that, you know, there's less cases, positive cases. And, uh, but yeah, if that's, if that's the issue here, then I think we will be able to play football. Just hopefully there isn't like a big spike in positive cases and deaths, then that would change for sure. But if things keep going the way they are, I think we'll have football. So, uh, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Let's hope so for sure. And just, it just depends who's on, who's in charge as well, you know? So, uh, you, so now back to last season, uh, you know, unfortunately you picked up a, a season-ending injury in week five, if I'm correct, against St. Mary's. Uh, just Yes, that's right. Just uh, do you remember the play, uh, you know, where you got hurt? Yeah, it was uh, it was one of our pass plays we were running. I think it was like all goes or something like that. And I was dropping back to pass, and I was just about to let it go to one of my outside receivers. Um and I felt pressure coming from the backside. And as I kind of just got, was swarmed with a bunch of guys, uh, Pyle just kept pushing back, pushing back, whistle blow. And, you know, it's like, I don't really blame anybody for it because anybody will know this. Like, when you're in the moment attack with somebody, you don't hear that whistle blow. As hard as they'll try to make it seem like they can, uh, you don't hear the whistle blow. And everybody just kept pushing back, pushing back until it just kind of like, everybody started falling on top of each other. I kind of tripped up on somebody's feet and I just landed the wrong way. And that's how I broke my ankle. Yeah, that's too bad. And uh, yeah, you're out the rest of the season. So I mean, was it was it really hard to you know watch the, your team on the sidelines play the rest of the season, just knowing you couldn't be out there? Oh yeah, absolutely. And uh, basically, like that was that was a little bit hard to deal with at first. But then I just kind of made it my next mission, like try and get everybody prepared the best I can as me doing it from the sidelines. You know, like we had a new quarterback come in, um, Tyler Mersnick. He was our running back. 
uh, senior, and he had played quarterback position before at Dominic, but obviously no one's ready for it if they're just getting jumped in like the next week. And so I tried to do my best to help him uh, understand the plays the best I could, get timing down and chemistry with all the new receivers and running backs the best I could. And it was just like really relieving to see the team have some success mm-hmm. as the year went on, picking up some wins down the road uh, from the sideline. And that was like just like a feel-good moment for me, like knowing I was still doing my job to help right? Uh, even if I wasn't on the field. Absolutely. Yeah, you guys finished with a 7-4 and four record, lost in the second round of districts, and then you personally, uh, through five weeks, you threw for nine touchdowns, five interceptions, 718 yards, so so not so bad, especially in an, you know, you're in an offense where you, you kind of run the ball majority of the time, so, you know, and St. Right. Dominic is not typically a passing offense, but, you know, you're kind of an exception to that, and I assume you guys will kind of, will do a little bit more passing this coming season. So, um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so uh, just, you know, my next question is just how have you been rehabbing, you know, since you got injured up until now? So uh, five days after my surgery, I mean, five days after my injury, I had surgery. Uh, They put in a bar and like seven, six or seven screws on the side of my leg. And after that, I was uh, unable to walk for the next two and a half months. Uh, Fast forward to. Early December, uh, I was able to start walking on it with a brace, and immediately, right then and there, I started going to physical therapy, uh, SSM Health, and um, it was just like a long process of just getting the strength back and everything, uh, slowly building up like tolerance to pretty much like all sorts of pain that I could feel throughout the ankle and the foot, and about early January, I was able to get cleared. No, it was like late January, I won't say... 27th or so I was able to like finally get clear I got that doctor's and I was able to go back in the weight room and even then when they say you're cleared like it's not like all right hit the ground running go mm-hmm. straight from there you still have to ease back into everything and I just spent most of my time in the weight room with stuff working on my mobility and trying to get my uh, previous maxes back and then I would spend some other time uh, at my other gym that I go to later in the night just really trying to get my legs back underneath me sort of thing that's great so and are you kind of are you close to a hundred percent now with your ankle now, or is it all good? Or I would say I'm more than hundred percent now. I'm mm-hmm. I feel like I'm stronger and my leg is in better shape than it was beforehand. That's great to hear. Um, so now you know, looking forward, uh, you know, Saint Dominic, you guys were really young. I mean, you guys had five seniors on your on your team, so that means you you guys will bring back a lot of starters. Just how do you envision your chances going in the next season? Well, I'd say we have uh, a lot of experience coming back. Yeah, as you said, we only had five uh, seniors last year. In our my class, uh, twenty twenty one class, we have over twenty seniors. So, um, it was it wasn't so much as like we had like we had five seniors, and they were as, it was I don't know what I'm trying to say like it was it was more about like the quality of the players that we had than like the quantity. That was something our coach really. Um, he really stressed to us is like we have a lot of good players in our seniors that we have playing mm-hmm. for us this year. And they mean just as much as like a bunch of other players that you have some good and then some just not like less talented and still big shoes to fill. Nonetheless, those are guys that made plays for us on uh, every possession that we had and still big shoes to fill. Nonetheless, whether it's five seniors or 15. So I think we have a really good chance of filling up those shoes and filling our new expectations that we're going to have. Yeah, absolutely. You know, you're you're one of these teams that don't get talked about a whole lot, but you know, I think you know you're going to be a tough opponent for pretty much everybody on your schedule. I mean, 
you know, like you got a big game against O'Fallon Christian in week two. I mean, you guys, are, I'm, I'm pretty sure, are exci- already excited for that, you know, and just getting a chance to, you know, beat them and uh, just and then like, uh, you know, uh, you know, other teams as well. So um, do you guys kind of feel like you're that slept on team and, you know, you're you're hunting instead of being hunted? I mean, every year we see a lot of powerful and well-known good programs on our schedule. Uh, like you said, we play O'Fallon Christian, and then after that we play Trinity, Ritter, St. Mary's back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, and then we head over to Portia. So we usually have a pretty solid schedule every year with a lot of talent, and uh, one of the things our coach likes to stress a lot is um, his, ba- his main saying is respect all, fear none. Like, you have to respect the level of play that each team has, but you do not want to have any fear when you go up face against them. You don't want to be afraid of anything that they can do. Yeah, absolutely. And who are some players that you think will on St. Dominic that will make big impacts on your team this coming season? Uh, we have, like, so one of our captains last year, along with me, uh, we had two senior captains, we had two junior captains, and I think uh, wide receiver and safety Tate Cross is going to step up this year. Uh, our linemen, our whole line has really made a lot of progress in the weight room. Uh, yeah, shout out to my linemen, Stephen Reed, Ben Messer, Christian Jarla, John Neal, like they're all going to have a really big season. Um, really excited about that. Jackson Overton as well. He had a crazy good freshman year last year, and I'm really excited to see what he can do. And our two tight ends, we have our big hmm. our big men that we have on the sides, and those are sniffers, uh, Cam Witt and Ryan Schwinn and both class 2022. 20, those are big dudes who make big plays for us. Yeah, yeah we've gotten to see Ryan uh, play on the basketball court. He's a really good athlete too. So, yeah, he's, oh, yeah. he's a – He's certainly a guy, a tight end to look out for in the junior class for sure. Absolutely, yeah, he's an athlete. He he is, Uh, and then yeah, you mentioned Jackson as well. Um, Small guy, but he runs really hard, Um, and I I really like the look of him on his film. So yeah, I'm excited to see uh, Saint Dominic play this year. Um, And you know, you're a quarterback. So what do you think are your best qualities of being a quarterback personally? Uh... Personally, I think where I'm able to excel is I can really, my accuracy kind of gets better as I go outside the numbers, uh, making those passes to, toward the sideline. Um, uh, being able to move in the pocket and get away from tackles is something I've always been able to do fairly well since I was a kid. And one of my things is like, I may not do it the prettiest, but I can, my thing is I can usually make a play when I need to. And just kind of find the open man or make something happen out of a sticky situation. And I've been blessed with being able to do that. So that's great. Um, you know, what's it like, what is it like being a student athlete at, at a place like St. Dominic? Just is it, it is, is it, is this hard or is it pretty simple? It's a great you? atmosphere at St. Dominic. Um, I love every single one of my teachers. Honestly, they are really supportive in pretty much everything you do. Like you can go up and talk to them about an assignment. Like you can go up and talk to them about the game you just played yesterday. Um, and even just like the culture at St. Dominic's, like everybody's really like one big family. Mm-hmm. Um, you never have any, like, you never have any beef or anything going on. It's just like a really good place to be. And being a student athlete at St. Dominic, like you have, um, just like a really great time there. And yeah, I mean, for the most part, it's just a really good experience so far as I've had there. Absolutely. All right. So as we, uh, switch gears to our, our, lesser serious questions now. So uh, I've seen you uh, in uh, the St. Dominic student section for basketball. Uh, for one time, we actually got to uh, t- 
talk to each other in person, which was fun. Um, so are you actually are you actually a student section leader, or are, are you just part of the student section and just you know having a good time and chilling out? Yeah, pretty much just having a good time and chilling out. Uh, we usually designate a uh, certain senior of ours to uh, lead the student section uh, every year. And uh, this past year was uh, one of my good friends, Clay Norshaw. It's a big Clay. love that guy. Um, and he was our student section leader for uh, pretty much all the games uh, for basketball and football. Mm. And, yeah, I mean, it's just – we get pretty lit over there sometimes. <laughs> I won't lie. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I guess for next season – are you up for election to be uh, a leader of the student section then? Uh, probably not because um, we usually choose someone who doesn't play football to uh, lead it, that sort of thing, uh-huh. when, uh, during the football games, and they can do it during the basketball games too. Oh, okay, so I was talking more about basketball. Obviously, you can't be a, in the student section for football right. games. So yeah, It's usually the same person that does it for football does it for basketball too. But All right. That sounds You'll fair. You'll definitely see me in the student sections to come. I can promise you that. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's hope so. Um, so let's just say you weren't playing football or you just, you had the chance to be uh, in the student section for a football game. What, what would, what type of, like, would you be going crazy or something? Or would, would, you, would you be even more passionate because like you, you know so much about football? Absolutely, man. For sure. I mean, I've never had the, uh, luxury of being able to be in a student section during a football game. I've always been on the sideline or on the field. So, uh, I think I'd definitely take advantage of that chance if I had the opportunity. Yeah. I mean, you could have last year. I mean, you had the you had chances, but yeah, you you, you want to be on the sidelines for sure. It, it would have been interesting trying to see how I fit a scooter in those uh, bleachers, but <laughs> I'm sure I could. I'm sure I could have made it work. That's great. All right, so your profile picture on Instagram is not of yourself, but it's of Eminem. Uh, and why is that? Is he your favorite rapper? Absolutely. Yeah, and why do you like him so much? I mean. There's just really a lot of reasons. I mean, you can really find an Eminem song that fit like any one of your moods. Uh, I just kind of put him on and just, especially for like my workout mix, like he's kind of my go-to guy. He's kind of my go-to guy all the time. But I mean, I kind of like to balance myself out. Eminem's probably my favorite rapper and musician that I listen to, but I'm a big fan of country too. Um, and just some light pop and all that too, but definitely Eminem. I just always kind of seen him as like, like one of my icons that I look up to. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, yeah. He's one of the greatest rappers of all time. Um, right. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I also in your uh, Instagram bio it says like brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over forty, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. MIDI specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history, so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.
brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. ND to STL. So does ND mean North Dakota or? Yes. Okay. Yes. I lived in North Dakota from 2012 to 2016. Um, I was born here in uh, St. Louis. Yeah. And I grew up in Darden Prairie. And then we, my dad got a new job in Bismarck, North Dakota, and we lived up there for four years. And those were some uh, some really good times in my life. I made a lot of good friends up there that I still keep in touch with today, and I still go back there and visit uh, every summer. Yeah. And I have a lot of good friends up there, and it was North Dakota is a really good place, but it sure does get cold in the winter there, man. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Really would. Uh, yeah, I mean, we have our fair share of uh, you know cold here too. So, but I bet it, it's the, the snow in North Dakota has got to be a lot worse. Yeah, I remember there was one time I was going to say it was like 2013 or 14. It was like mid-April, and one day it was like 40 degrees and like sweater weather, and then the next day I wake up and there's two feet snow on the ground. Yep, there you go. Um, all right, so uh, you you mentioned this. You play the piano, uh, so that that's a little unexpected right there, but uh, how did you get into that? So uh, my parents really like, wanted to get me to try and play an instrument from a young age and about first grade I started learning to play piano I was getting piano lessons and up until freshman year I was playing piano uh, kind of competitively too uh, and and doing in like concerts and stuff like that and I kind of drift away from it now because I don't have as much time to spend on it but I still play it every now and again and just try to learn like new songs that I hear on the radio that I think are pretty cool mm. and it's just it's just kind of giving me like a different perspective to do music on and I really enjoy playing it yeah so if you could rate yourself like one out of ten as a piano player <laughs> what would that be oh man um I think at one time I could have gone like in like around a six or a seven but right now I'm showing at like a four <laughs> I'm not as good as I was at one time because I kind of stopped taking my lessons and playing as much but I can still play a couple songs that oh that's great I that's great. Maybe if you guys, you know, you, you put some wins together this season, you could make a little video, piano video about that or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like like Stu from The Hangover. That would be great. That's right. Yeah. For sure. All right. Okay. So uh, since we're on music, uh, I'll push this question up for, for right now. Uh, what song or songs that do you get pumped up for before a game? Um. I usually listen to strictly rap before uh, pregame because I mean just, uh, nothing turns you up like rap does. I usually try to listen to uh, "Dreams and Nightmares" by Meek Mill. That one's a really good one. Uh, also, "Not Afraid" by Eminem. I like that one. Oh, and those are usually like two that I make sure I listen to before every game. And also, "Man of the Year" by Logic. That's a that's another go to as well. But anything on my rap playlist, I usually play, and that does the trick. Not Afraid by Eminem is an amazing song. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah, it, it gets you going for sure. Uh, but I, I don't know anybody who doesn't probably get up for rap music before a game. <laughs> That's probably every athlete ever <laughs> right now. Yeah. Um, okay, so 
Let's talk so, something about your teammates. Who is the funniest guy, in your opinion, on, on St. Dominic? On St. Dominic oh, football team? Colin Quinn. He's my center. And he's, he's hilarious. He is one of the funniest people that I know, for sure. That's that's great. So is it like does he have like a dry sense of humor, or is he just like really witty, or is he just like spot on, like with a lot of quick jokes or something like that? Literally everything you just mentioned, they're all over the place. He can make a joke out of anything, and usually they're all perfectly well timed. He's just <laughs> he's just the dude to go to if you need a good laugh. <laughs> yeah, I bet I, I would assume he's a good trash talker then too, because there always there's always constant trash talk going on in, in the trenches. <laughs> That's what they all say, though. It's like I don't, I don't instigate it. I, I just have to, you know, go back. So yeah, uh, I believe you, though. All right. So then, who is the worst dressed player on the team? Ooh, worst dressed player on the team. Um, man, <laughs> I don't really know about that. Um, let me think about that for a sec. I would either say. I would have to say my running back, either Nathan Neal or my wide receiver, Cannon Patterson. <laughs> and why is that? Uh, I mean, Cannon be always uh, super extra with his fits sometimes. You know, he pull up in the Air Force Ones or the Jays. And Nate just, like, he tries to combine some country style with just, like, some laid-back style. And it doesn't always work out so well. But, I mean, they, they got their good taste. I mean, it's whatever they want to wear. But, you know... Right. It don't always look the best sometimes. <laughs> no. And I assume, because, like, St. Dominic is a private Catholic school, I mean, do you guys wear uniforms, or do you guys, are you guys just supposed to wear, like, you know, polo shirts and keep it kind of nice? No, we have uniforms. Uh, we can, like, have college shirts. We, like, guys have to wear college shirts and khakis, and they say, like, St. Dominic on the shirt, and we can have, like, pullovers and stuff that we wear. And then, right. like, every Friday we can just kind of wear, like, anything St. Dominic, so... That's cool. All right. So, have you been playing a lot of video games lately? You know, for these past couple of months now, since you know. You it- know, normally I don't really get into Xbox that much, and I think everything. Every, I think every one of my friends can attest that I'm literally one of the worst Xbox players <laughs> on the planet. Uh, but like, you know, you have all this free time, and like, you're just kind of sitting around. And you're like, well, might as well just go hop on the Xbox. So, yeah, I mean, I've been doing a little bit more than I normally would. Yeah, okay, that's good. Um, yeah, I guess you're a little bit ahead of your age then because you aren't playing that many video games compared to probably most of the rest of the athletes right now. I mean, I'd probably play more if I was actually good. All right, okay. So, I mean, is it like, are you really not good at the shooting games or just any, even including Madden, you're not, you don't think you're that great, great at those? I mean, I can, I can, I can hang on in Madden and 2K, but like, Fortnite is a no. Oh. Like, I'll try and play Fortnite, and I think it's fun. I just need to be carried all the time. And same thing with, like, COD or any Black Ops games and, like, Modern Warfare, like, Rainbow yeah. Six Siege. I always need to be carrying those because I'm just, like, usually the last guy picked to be on your team. <laughs> yeah. I mean, me, me too, man. I've, I've never been instrumental in a, in a victory. I've never even been a part of a Battle Royale yet, so I haven't been oh, playing. Man. I haven't been playing much, to be fair, though. Like, you know, but... <laughs> But that's not how bad I am. So there you go. Um, All right. So who is who would you say is your favorite NFL quarterback right now? Uh, Tom Brady has always been my favorite. I mean, first time I watched an NFL game, I saw the Patriots on TV, and I saw Tom Brady. I was like, wow, that dude's got it going on. Uh, I got a big old Tom Brady fathead in my room. He's always (laughs) been like my my go to. I just always like the way he's played the game. I think he's, uh, I think he's a good man off the field as well. 
and just a lot of things I like about him. That's great. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot of people love him for sure. Um, so then, who is your favorite NFL team? Uh, usually, that, that for the most part, it's been the Patriots, and uh, it's gonna it's gonna be interesting to see how much I can stick with uh, now that Brady. And Gronk and pretty much the whole team is gone except Edelman now. Yeah. So <laughs> uh, I got some hopes. Maybe they can do make something out of this season. Yeah. So th- does that mean you're kind of a Buccaneers fan now that Tom and Gronk are there now? I mean, I'm no bandwagon. I couldn't do that. I'm going to stick with the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess Christian Cotton needs to take some notes on that one then, because that's that's what he's <laughs> doing. He's he's now a Buccaneers fan because Tom Brady's on the team. I mean, it used to be like that with that way for me for LeBron. I mean, I went from Cavs to Heat to Cavs. So, <laughs> oh man, I'm just I've never I personally have never been like that. I mean, I will stick with a team, and that is it. Uh, I mean, unless if they move out, unless if they move out of your, your your town and go to somewhere else, then I would I then that's different. So um, yeah. that leads me into my next question, though. So, would you rather have the Patriots win a Super Bowl or have St. Louis get an NFL team? St. Louis getting an NFL team, but if it meant that the Rams came back, then I would definitely pick the Patriots winning a Super Bowl because I don't want the Rams back here. I think we should get our own team. Yeah. Um, I was really, really excited to hear that we got an XFL team with the Battlehawks, and I was kind of disappointed because that uh, they kind of went the whole XFL went bankrupt, and now that's not going to be a thing anymore. But uh, I think St. Louis is big enough to have their own NFL team. I mean, we had it sustained for, I think it was close to like 20 years. And I think it's, I think that that's what the people in St. Louis want too, because St. Louis is really starting to get really into football, especially for high school. Absolutely. Yeah. It's been, it's been that way for high school for quite a while, but I think now with social media being around, it amplifies that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of things that, I mean, I, I guess I would have to speak to some historians on that. I mean, I, I'm not that old as far as, you know, history goes. I've really been following high school football here for like 10 years. So that's not too, that's not that long. But uh, And you could really make that argument for an NBA team, or I know they're trying to get an MLS team as well. Like, the basketball and football and soccer have really been increasingly becoming more popular, especially in the St. Louis area. I mean, you got guys like Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal coming from St. Louis and They'd obviously want to see a team in St. Louis that they could play for coming out of college or even mm-hmm. coming out of high school, stuff like that. And then you can make the same argument for football and you can make the same argument for soccer. It's just, I think, yeah. eventually we'll get one of those to come out of Well, we are going to get a soccer team. I mean, it's 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 all official now because I, th- I think they'll start playing in 2022, I want to say. Uh, maybe 2024. I'm not so sure, but we will be getting a soccer team. It's all official, which is great. And with, well, with the soccer thing is that like St. Louis has a rich history with soccer. So, and like just developing players for the MLS as well. So that, that's another big thing. And uh, a lot of people love it here. And, and I think any city would love an NBA, would love to have an NBA team because just, that's just how popular basketball is. You know, it's yeah, it's a worldwide sure. sport. Everybody loves it. So, um, yeah. So I think that it would be harder to get a, a basketball team here. But we already know that you know we love football. We love to watch football, and so that would be it'd be great to have. And it also must be a little easier to say for you, since you're a Patriots fan, that you guys have won so many Super Bowls in your lifetime. So, you know, sacrificing one probably wouldn't mean that a whole a whole whole much to you, I guess. Definitely not. No. 
Okay, that's great. All right. Uh, who is since we were talking about the NBA? Who is your favorite NBA team? My favorite NBA team uh, has been the Cavs uh, for a while. Like, obviously, I was on the move when LeBron went to the Heat and all that. But I've always had like a love for the Cavs. My dad grew up in Canton, Ohio, and I've kind of always like had a I've kind of always had a liking towards Ohio teams. Uh, he went to Ohio State, so we go to Ohio State games mm. for football every year. That's and, nice. Um, like I've always had a liking for the Cavs, especially when it was just Kyrie holding up the fort before <laughs> LeBron came back. So, yeah, that's nice. All right, so uh, I guess I kind of know your answer for this one: and Michael Jordan or LeBron James? Hundred and ten percent, LeBron James. All right, uh, and just is—is is it just because he's he's bigger than than Michael, and you know he's you know he has better stats? Apparently, like I think I think he does have. Better stats in a lot of other areas. Is it, is it that reasoning for you? I mean, I can't really put a whole lot of facts behind that because I wasn't really alive in the MJ era. But um, I mean, kind of seeing the help that LeBron had at times versus the help that MJ had at times, and then again, like going against like different opponents and all that. Like you have one of the greatest teams in the NBA that LeBron was going against versus Michael Jordan being on one of the greatest teams in the NBA playing against whoever else. Yeah. It's, I don't think, I don't think it's ever going to stop that this debate, I really don't see how it will stop. Unless they were in a time where they were both playing against each other in their prime, this debate will never end. (laughs) Yeah, no, it won't. Uh, okay. So I, I think, I think there's out of your, our 11th guest, I think there have been more LeBron, uh, choices over Michael Jordan. So I'm not that surprised to be fair though, but, uh, that's how it's been going. Uh, okay. So what's, I, I assume you've been watching a lot of, you know, Netflix or just, you know, online streaming services during this time. So at the moment, what's your favorite TV show? At the moment, um, probably all American. I just finished that up a couple of weeks ago. I bet I was really into that. Uh, and then I started watching, uh, the Arrow, which was like a CW show, but now it's on Netflix because I'm kind of like a comic nerd sometimes, and I'm really starting to like that. I just started that about a week ago, and right. yeah, those are really what I've been into lately. So, since you're a comic nerd, what are you into, comic comic book wise, or just you know TV wise with that stuff? Uh, I, I kind of mix it up. Like, there's like I like a lot of Marvel movies, all the Avengers and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then I like that more in DC. But I mean, this this new Arrow show is kind of turning it back on to DC. I'm 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 really liking this show. That's great. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I love. I don't really care for DC comics. I, I really love Marvel. I love their movies. Um, so that's 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 great there. Um, okay, favorite. Okay, well, we are. I think we. Are, I think we know this one already. Eminem is your favorite musician. Absolutely. Okay, there, that's great. All right. Would you rather speak every human language or speak to animals? <laughs> that's an odd one. Um... <laughs> Probably say animals. Kind of intrigued to know what's going on down there. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, you could talk to sharks. I, but I don't know if sharks are that negotiable to talk to, though. I mean, I just kind of want to be able to talk to my dog. Oh yeah, that's 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 I probably see what he's doing in his everyday life. Like he'd be he'd be chilling all over the house, just taking naps. Like how do you do that, man? Like I'm never that tired. Well, it's, dogs are different. They're different, dude. I mean, I don't know what to tell you, man. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. So, would you, okay, would you rather be invisible or read minds? Mm, I would say invisible. I don't really want to know what people are thinking about 
it's probably for the best that I don't know sometimes. So I'd probably say invisible because then I can just like, if I'm feel if I'm like in an awkward situation, I'm just like, I don't want to be here no more. Just, just press that invisibility button and I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but oh, come on, you've you've never wanted to know like what is this person like? What on earth is this person thinking well, about me right now? Obviously, that's happened to everybody, but I think there's been more situations where I'd rather be invisible than wanting to know what's on somebody's mind. Yeah, all right. I mean, just as a quarterback, all I'm saying is that if you knew what was, if you knew how to read minds, had the ability to do that, I mean, you would be the greatest quarterback in the country. I mean, if I'm invisible, they can't exactly see where I'm at either, though. Well, it's, it's not really fair, though, though, because that's, <laughs> like, because people can't see you, but, like, if you can read minds, like, you can you can use that. Like, you're there and everything, you, you know, that's, I mean, it's also not fair, but people don't know about it. <laughs> Exactly. All right. Uh, okay. Last question. Well, you're, you've already said that like one of the gyms that you go to is open now. So other than that, what is the first thing you do when lockdown ends entirely, I guess? Um, probably get as many of my friends together that I can and go and like get a genuine practice in like without coaches being around and just like get a nice seven on seven game with my friends kind of get some of that uh, team chemistry back because we've kind of been not being able to see each other for a while, so to speak. And that, that's just kind of like the first thing I would do, like just kind of ease back into it and get a nice little game of seven on seven going. That'll be, that's the, that sounds like a great idea. Okay. So I'm going to do like a little outro right here and I'm going to like say goodbye to you, but just stay on, can you just stay on the other line? So like when, yeah. I'm doing that. Okay, great. So, all right, Gabe, uh, thank you for your time. Uh, you've had a lot of great questions. Well, I've had some. Let's start that over. That was stupid. All right. <laughs> you've had a lot of great questions. So I can't, I can't, I can't say I've had. I mean, I tried my best. I meant answers, and I can't, I can't, you know, I'd be, I'd be tooting my own horn if I said that. I'm not about that at all. So. I know what you're going to Go for it. Okay, great. Okay. All right, Gabe, uh, we've taken up more than enough of your time. Uh, you've given us a lot of great answers, and uh, we know a lot more about you now. Uh, and just thank you for your time, and uh, have a great day. Hey, man, appreciate it. Have a good one. Thank you, you too. Bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway, and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.